Overtime Penalty Show. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Uh, we're still here. Yeah, we are. Or you are just listening to this as a one-off, and you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> episode seventy-five. False <laughs> mirrors. Penalties. All right, Lewis. What, what's happening right now? All right, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> it's late and it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Confederation Cup 2017. Lewis. Ah. Still the meaningless tournament it was four years ago, but we got to talk about it. Uh, people are watching it. Uh, so uh, the uh, dress rehearsal for the World Cup has started. Uh, Russia opens up their uh, group play against uh, New Zealand and come out to a very, very dull and boring 2-0 victory. Um, Kind of what I expected in this game. I mean, when you think of Russia, you're not thinking of anything flashy. You're not thinking of anything spectacular. Going up against the weakest opponent in the entire tournament. Um, Russia could have scored many more times in this game. Uh, Didn't. But uh, they got the result they were looking for and started off their tournament in the right foot. uh, 2-0. Game number two had Portugal versus Mexico. A much better game. (laughs) Um, you want to take this one, David? Do I have to? <laughs> so of course. So Portugal goes ahead. <laughs> go on, David. Go on, go on. <laughs> so so of course you have the uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. All eyes on him. Uh, Portugal goes ahead on a on a goal from uh, from Quaresma, but uh, it was Ronaldo who uh, had the smart play, uh, pulled the defenders, and fed a, fed Quaresma, who was pretty much all alone. Um, for me, the big talking point here is Quaresma's haircut. He seems to have a maze on the top of his head. <laughs> so I don't know if he's just a big fan of um, of uh, HBO's... Uh, damn it, I can't think of the name of the show. Damn it. I, I have no idea what you're talking about either. I don't know if he's a big fan of Westworld, but oh, he, has, he has the maze of the, on the top of his head. Uh, Chicharito Hernandez oh! scores just on a header <laughs> to tie it up, <laughs> and uh, and then Portugal goes up again. But uh, you know what? What was funny about this game is that every goal that Portugal scored had to be reviewed by video assistant referee. So this is the game where I think Back to the world got introduced to, uh, to VAR. The, 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 the VAR system. And I got to tell you, I have always been um, for uh, instant replay in sporting events. Um, It's worked well in other sports, including football and baseball. Um, I was all for it um, uh, for soccer as well, up until this game. (laughs) (laughs) Because it basically showed the flaw in putting instant replay in a soccer match. Now, there's a couple reasons why it's, well, they would have to tweak it if they're going to continue with it. Mm -hmm. For starters, in football and and baseball, there's a lot of stop and go. It doesn't really kill the flow of the game by checking a replay once, maybe twice in a game. And they put in a rule of, you get to use it one time. If you don't get the call right, we're not going to allow you to waste our time anymore, and you don't get any more reviews for the rest of the game. So it seems to work well. Not so much the case here, 
Because at least with baseball, if you're reviewing something, it's like the player can tell you, yeah, like I, he, he, I was on base before he did. I heard the sound. You might want to review it. They're not just going to waste it. Football, the same thing. Yeah, dude, I, my knee was down. I didn't make the catch. Don't review that. Soccer players really can't do that. First of all, I don't think there's a soccer player in history that believes they actually committed a foul. <laughs> um, and I don't think there's a soccer player that doesn't believe they were ever offside. And even so, that's not something that you can even tell anyway. You really can't. You have no way of honestly saying, I, I know for a fact I was onside. It, it's just, it's, it's too difficult to, to, to know that. I mean, many forwards are in there nope you got it wrong you got it wrong and then you see the replay and by definition you are offside but your you know your shoulders in there or your you know your knees in there so it's it's difficult to really give uh, an honest assessment of whether or not this was a correct call if you're going to review every goal that score for the potential of an offside or an you know some sort of uh, infringement in the box to though the play is officially dead once the goal is scored the celebration to me is still very much a part of the game well, there is it. no stop and go in soccer it is a continuous game even during the downtime it's still part of the game so though the play is dead the players celebrating i still feel that it's a part of it the, the, the team that just got scored on understand is a part of it. They're on their way back and, you know, ready for the, um, for the reset. But when you're reviewing it, every player and every fan, they're in limbo. This, I mean, it was so horrible that you had to literally cut the celebrations out because, wait a minute, hold on. We got to see if it's legitimate. It just completely killed the flow of the game. You've, you've taken the fun out of it. I think this game was a, a little bit of an anomaly when it comes to this. I don't think it's going to be used that often. But it did seem a little odd that uh, all of Portugal's goals, one of which was called uh, uh, or was disallowed. Um, which was a correct call, by the way. Which was a correct call. Was, was, uh, was reviewed by VAR. Um, and it did in this in this case it did kill kill the game. But when you talk about you know players uh, not thinking that they were ever offside, I, I I point to Romain Alessandrini in this game because he knew he was offside it, when he scored that goal. Right. He he didn't celebrate. He didn't it celebrate. He looked because at the, he looked at the, the rub and he was like, mm, okay, whatever, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you know it, it it is what it is. It, it, it's unfortunate that this was sort of the the spotlight. But again. The Confederations Cup, as you as you said, Lewis, is a meaningless tournament, and it is a good testing ground for this system. And I think that refinements can be made going forward. Yeah, and, and if this, and like I said, I, I I've always been uh, totally for instant replay. Um, I, I think Alexi Lalas made a very good point. I, I love this point. I, I really did. Um, y- you, someone had argued or someone had said that you, you need to take away the mistakes. You need to take away the human error. And I think Lalas was arguing that the error is what makes it fun. And you wouldn't have... And part of the fun is the controversy that will follow. And 
some of the most, and he, he mentioned one of the most infamous goals in World Cup history, um, Maradona's Hand of God. Now, obviously, if you had that system, that goal would clearly be disallowed. And you would not have oh, yeah. this infamous goal. That was such a perfect point that I really couldn't get around it. I'm like, wow, that's true. Part of the fun in sport is that you have this controversy because of human error. If you're on the wrong side of it, obviously, oh, that's what I was about to say. yeah, that's it's exactly a different story. Like, all, but as long no. as you're, you know, <laughs> even as a neutral, you appreciate that type of history. It goes down. It, it, it's going to be forever there. I mean, that goal is never going to go away. I mean, people still talk about the, uh, the 66 World Cup. Did England's goal actually cross the line or not? Right. You know? And so it, it, well, it's Well, you have the there. hand of God. You have the hand you of God as the, well. I mean, the, the talk, Tustin Frings uh, handball on the line against the United States. Right. I mean, th- th- there's so I many mean, things. The list goes on and on. Right, right. And, you know, obviously you want to eliminate the mistakes because you want to be as fair as possible. But, no, I, I, I have to agree with that. Like, I, I think that the controversy, especially in this game, it, it's very much a part of the game that, and it goes down. Um, as it's because we've had it so yeah. long. That's yeah, I mean, it's only now that technology is coming around where this is uh, possible in every every sport. But because so like, of please the, let's keep let's keep the errors. Yeah, but because of the, <laughs> the, the stop and uh, there is no stop and go in soccer. It's just yeah. it, I see now that it's going to be very difficult. There has to be some major tweaks for this to work. For this to be not, you know, killing the uh, the fun because the fans suffer as well i mean they're in limbo as well like well we just celebrated like now we gotta wait in limbo with oh, it's a goal okay cool we already celebrated I don't, like I don't it's think just kind of weird i don't think it's gonna get to that point um and it could be that they make like i said they make the refinement and said okay use it one, the one time and you're wrong guess what you don't get to call that again but again it, it, it's more difficult with and some teams are going to exploit it and other team or some coaches are going to exploit the Icing of the other team, if there's momentum being built and they see right. the opportunity right. for this, the gamemanship will definitely be there. There's going to be gamemanship. I can't wait to see how the CONCACAF teams are going to use this against the United States and Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Because you know they're going to come up with some crazy stuff to, of course. to, to use this. Of one. course. Anyway, let's, let's yeah, uh, move on. Let, let, let's game. get back. The, 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 the final score was 2-2. Two to two. I don't even, I'm not even sure we actually mentioned what was the score. It was 2-2. Two to two. Mexico scores in injury time. Um, I personally saw this coming a mile away. Yeah. Uh, Mexico had a, a significant portion of the possession. Um, I think it's a fair result, to be honest. I, I don't think that uh, Mexico necessarily dominated the game, per se. But I, I did feel that they had more possession than I, um, than I had expected. Than you expected, yeah. Yeah, but um, I think it was probably... Um, uh, a fair score line. I when Portugal pulled back, I knew that Mexico was going to score. I, I I don't know how. I just think well, that it was so. I think they felt the game was over, and just pulling back, Mexico. I don't want to say they ripped through the defense because once they got to the final third, as always, it kind of seemed to just stop there. They didn't really have anything. Yeah, Gio Gio had a Giovanni dos Santos played like fifty six minutes in this game. Um, he had a really nice play. Uh, and and uh, pass it to Peralta, who complete. Oh no, no, it was it was Hernandez, who completely flubbed the shot. I mean, like there was no question in my mind that that was going to be a goal, and I think it was 
Hernandez. It was, it was Chicharito forgot who just skied it. Yeah, yeah. He, he forgot which muscles he was supposed to be using yeah. to, uh, to kick the ball. But, uh, yeah, 2-2, I think, you're right, it is a fair result for I them. I think it's a fair result. I, I have both of these teams getting out of that group. I have Portugal and Mexico getting out of the group. I have, I, th- there's no way New Zealand gets any result against any one of these teams. Uh, their best bet was probably against Russia, and it was the home team that was not going to lose. Um, the, the next game, uh, Portugal and versus Russia, which is actually, uh, as of this recording, uh, would morning. be tomorrow morning. Um, I think yeah. if well if Russia gets a result here, they're through. Um, I think if it, it's going to be between one of these two, I have Portugal going through. Uh, I think I have Mexico winning the group. I believe. Hmm. I think. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to Group B. First game was uh, Chile versus Cameroon. Uh, I was re- I really wanted to watch this game, but it was Father's Day. I had plans. I had to do other things. I missed this game. I also missed this game. Um, uh, Chile ends up winning uh, 2-0, uh, two late goals. Um, give I think them within the victory. five minutes. Yeah, it, it was like right on top of each other, but it took them a, a very long time to score. Uh, Chile probably should have, I mean, I guess on paper, should have been a route. Yeah. Cameroon, not a strong team. Um, Chile, a significantly stronger team. Again, doesn't really matter. Uh, they win 2-0. <laughs> I think that VAR made an appearance in this game as well. I, I believe he did. Yeah. So, uh, and again, th- they got the call right, but mm, <laughs> whatever. Okay. Wow. All right. And then the, the last game, which took place uh, this morning. Well, no. Yesterday yeah. morning. Yesterday morning. Um, Monday morning. Monday morning. Germany versus Australia. Germany earns a 3-2 victory. They hang on because uh, Australia gave them a run for their money in the second half. Um, you also got to remember that Germany is not taking their A squad into this tournament. I think they got a B squad. Uh, uh, maybe. In, in this like tournament. A C squad. <laughs> yeah, like a B, C squad. Um, definitely not taking this tournament seriously. Um, might be the only one that didn't bring an A squad, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with Cameroon or New Zealand's players. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, a 3-2 victory over the Socceroos. David, Australia is uh, – you're a big fan of Australia. I like Australia because, as I've said in the past, I, I they remind me a lot of the United States in that uh, what they lack in skill, they make up for in heart. Um, I mistakenly said uh, in uh, in a previous show that Australia was missing that special player like Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill makes an appearance in this game. Apparently, he's fifty years old, uh, <laughs> still still playing for Australia. So he's the uh, Carlos Ruiz, uh, Marquez, <laughs> and Buffon, or not Buffon, um, Pirlo, of uh, yeah, indeed of he is. I, I think probably more like Carlos Ruiz. I'd put, him, I'd put him right about in that area right there. All right. Uh, that's all the games up to uh, the, Confedera- the Confederations Cup up to this point. I don't know if you guys want to preview the tomorrow's matches or Thursday's matches. 
I didn't think so. No, it's uh, <laughs> we're 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 just here to enjoy, and we're here to see what's happening. Uh, this is also a dress Russia. rehearsal because I know we're going to be covering the World Cup. I know we're excited to be covering that next year. I have no idea yeah. how that's going to work well, <laughs> whatsoever. We, we, we won't be covering MLS games during the World Cup. Well, I'm talking about, like, do you have a rundown per week where the games are so old that it won't matter because there already would be in game two? Or do we just record? We to look at the yeah, do we just record every day and recap all no, three we'll games? We'll just record every day. It won't be that big of a deal, right, Bobby? We're good with that. Well, by then, uh, by then we'll we'll have uh, we'll have been hired by you know ESPN or something. <laughs> uh, they'll finally get rid of Taylor Twellman, and we can we can cover the World Cup. I want to take uh, the Men in Blazers spot. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this Elias Our House Penalty Show with David and Lewis. Good night. Good night.